Look, I know math can be boring, right? And the last thing you want to do is sit there counting all your calories and weighing all of your food just so you could lose a little weight. But on today's episode, we're actually going to get into the math behind weight loss so that you could see the consequences of that one candy bar and how simple weight loss can actually be. So let's dive right in. So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. What's up, Legacy Maker? I'm your host, Kevin Torres, helping busy dads like you get into great shape without cutting carbs, fasting, or sacrificing family time so that you can be the role model and the leader of your family that you were meant to be. As a dad of two little girls with a third on the way, I know all too well how precious your time is, and on this show, we're talking all about how to get into great shape in as little as 15 minutes a day. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about math. Math, right, and I know you're like, wait, what? What are we talking about? But seriously, this is really important for us to understand the math behind weight loss, right? And we're not going to bust out calculators and all that stuff, but I just want to talk about how small choices throughout the day add up, right? How even one candy bar a day will add up to 18 pounds of fat over the course of a year. That's right, just one candy bar. We're also going to be talking about how. You, you, you ruin your progress on the weekends, right? You know it intuitively and inherently, but we're actually getting into the math behind how that actually works. And then I want to share with you how to actually enjoy a cheat meal or a treat meal or entertainment calories, whatever you want to call them, how you can actually enjoy one, two, maybe even three of those types of meals a week and still make progress, still see results, all right? So you're going to want to stick around. It's going to be a value-packed episode. And before you jump into that, if you haven't already become a member of the free private Facebook community, um, the Dad Bod Wad community on Facebook. Just search for the Dad Bod Wad community on Facebook. There you're going to find hundreds of guys like you who are also trying to create a legacy of health and fitness for their families. Seriously, it's an amazing resource. Also, BPN, the only supplements that I use, Bear Performance Nutrition, use code TORRES to save uh, 15 or 10% off of those supplements. Their whey proteins are delicious. I think it's 10%. And then finally, the 10,000 gear, which is literally the only gear that I wear, uh, the only apparel that I wear. Love their shorts. Big fan of the interval shorts, but now I think the set shorts are my favorite. Um, you could use code TORRES at 10,000.cc to get yours, you know, just like the best apparel in the game. Code Torres from 10,000.cc. All right. And also, if you find this value, this podcast valuable, if you enjoy this podcast on a weekly basis, I would love for you to leave a five-star review and a comment where you're listening to this on iTunes because your reviews help other guys like you find this amazing resource and this amazing community that we're all building together. And if you're like me, when you shop on Amazon, the first thing you do is look at the re reviews, right? And if you see a bunch of one-star reviews there, you're like, eh, no thanks, right? But you read the five-star reviews and it's like, yeah, this product changed my life. You're like, great, I'm buying it, right? And so when other guys are browsing and they see this, they see your review, they're more likely to become a member of our community and we'll change lives together, all right? So let's dive right into today's episode, which is, again, going to be value-packed and it's going to be awesome. So let's do this. So, 
I want to start off by thinking about airplanes, right? And experts in air navigation have this rule of thumb known as the 1 in 60 rule. And it states that for every one degree a plane veers off its course, it misses its target destination by one mile for every 60 miles you fly. All right, so again, just one little degree off course for every, uh, you can miss your target by one mile for every 60 miles you fly. If you've ever been on a highway and you accidentally get on the wrong highway and you don't realize it for like the first 30 minutes, you realize how quickly you get off target, right? So this means that the further you travel, the further you are from your destination. So like if you're off course by just one degree, you know, after one foot, you'll miss your target by like a quarter of an inch, right? Which is not a big deal, right? You're you, one degree, quarter of an inch, no big deal. But after 100 yards, you'll be off target by five feet, right? Still not a huge deal, but it's still noticeable now, right? So you travel 100 yards, and now you're off target by five feet, okay? Still you're well within range. But after a mile of traveling, you'll be off target by 92 feet, right? Just one degree is starting to make that difference, right? So after a mile of traveling, one degree off course, you're going to be 92 feet off of your target. And if you veer off course by one degree flying around the equator, you'll land almost 500 miles off target. 500 miles off target. And if, again, you could picture this, right? Just one little degree off course. Picture any movie where there's like an asteroid coming to Earth and it's like, we just got to hit it a little bit and, you know, knock it off its course, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, you have to knock it off its course by 90 degrees or something like that. You just need to nudge it and it's going to move wildly out of the way, right? Like, so that's this idea in uh, in, in air navigation, right? The one in 60 rule. So what does that have to do with your diet? Well, let's start with the basics. One, if you didn't already know this, one pound of fat is equal to 3,500 calories. So one pound of pure fat is equal to 3,500 calories, which means that if you want to lose one pound, you have to burn 3,500 calories. It also means that if you measured, if you took a pound of butter and took it to the lab to see how many calories it was, it would come out to 3,500 calories because, you know, butter is mostly fat. There might be a tiny drop of protein in there, right? But it's mostly fat. So one pound of butter is 3,500 calories and one pound of fat in your body is also 3,500 calories. So to lose a pound, you need to burn 3,500 calories. Now, you obviously can't do that in a day. Well, maybe you can if you were like climbing a mountain or something like that, right? But by and large, you're not going to want to, you know, burn 3,500 calories a day so you could lose, you know, a pound a day. Realistically, you're probably going to end up losing like a pound or two a week. So let's just say for simple math, you want to lose one pound a week, which is healthy, sustainable weight loss, Right which means you want to be in a calorie deficit. So if you normally eat 2000 calories a day, and again, I'm just, you know, just estimating these numbers. If you if you eat normally like 2000 calories a day, right? Every single day of the week, well, if you want to be at a 3500 calorie deficit a week so you could lose a pound, you 
you want to take around 500 calories off of your daily meal plan, right? So again, just so you understand, 3,500 calories is one pound. And if you take 3,500 calories over the course of a week and divide it by seven days, you end up with 500 calories. So you want to substitute 500 calories a day from your diet, which is going to equal one pound of weight loss per week. And again, this is oversimplified. This is not taking into account your activities on certain days, right? There might be some days where your body needs a little bit more than normal. There might be days that you hike or, or bike or go to the gym. So this is just oversimplified. So don't, don't, you know, just, just, I want you to understand the principles rather than like the very, Hey, that's not my calorie count or I need more or whatever. All right. So let's say your body requires 2,000 calories a day to maintain its weight right now. So the weight that you're at right now, with the amount of sleep that you get, with the amount of exercise that you have, with the type of job that you have, with how long you're sitting at your desk versus walking, all that stuff, your body would require 2,000 calories just to maintain, not to lose weight, not to gain weight, right? So like I said, to lose a pound a week, you should eat roughly 1500 calories a day. So if your body needs 2000 calories a day to maintain perfectly where you are right now, like your body, the way it is, if you ate like that every single day, you would never lose weight or gain weight 2000 calories a day, right? Again, oversimplified. So if you wanted to actually start losing weight, you would need to be in a, in a slight calorie deficit. And in, in our case, we're talking about 3,500 calories a week and you want to break that up over seven days, that means eating roughly 1,500 calories a day instead of 2,000 calories, right? 1,500 calories a day instead of 2,000 calories. So again, now we understand 3,500 calories is one pound. Now let's say you added a candy bar into the mix, right? A candy bar, like a Snickers bar or something like that, a packet of M&Ms, is equal to 250 calories, right? Again, no big deal, pretty trivial. You have one candy bar, nothing's going to happen, right? But let's say you have that candy bar just five days a week, right? Five days a week, not even seven days a week, just five days a week. Well, after five days, that ends up 250 calories times five days a week is end up, ends up being 25 uh, or 1,250 calories a week, right? So 250 calories times five days a week is 1,250 additional calories a week, right? So now if you take that 1,250 calories a week and multiply it by 52 weeks in a year, you end up with an additional 62,000 calories a year, okay? Obviously, we're talking about a year, so that's a big number. But if you take those 62,000 calories and divide it by 3,500 calories, which is a pound, right, one pound of fat, 62,000 divided by 3,500 calories ends up being 18.5 pounds a year, which means just adding one candy bar a day to your daily diet for five days a week over the course of the year will add up to 18 plus pounds a year. And for you, it might not be a candy bar. For you, you might be like, oh, dude, I don't even eat candy. Okay, well, what about that IPA that you have after, after work every day? That's roughly 200 calories, right? Or that, what about the can of soda, the, the multiple cans of soda that you have a day? or the Starbucks Frappuccino that you have every day. What are you having every single day that's an additional 250 calories or more that you absolutely don't need that you have every single day that, is, and that ends up being 62,000 calories a year 
or ends up adding up to 18 pounds of fat onto your body in the course of a year. And so you, it's, when you look at it this way, it's, no, it's a no-brainer. It's no wonder why you're like, man, I gained like 15 pounds this year or I gained like 18 pounds or I gained 20 pounds this year or 10 pounds this year. How does that happen? It's the small choices every single day, the one candy bar a day, the few Oreos a day, the the few times that you you know dip into the trail mix every single day, right? Those little things add up over the course of the year by 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 just veering off course by 1 degree, right? That 1 degree principle. So, whether it's Kit Kats, M&Ms, peanut butter or whether it's your IPAs, or whether it's your Frappuccinos, or whether it's your Coca-Cola, it all adds up to up to 18 pounds or more a year, okay? So I want you to think about it. What is it that you've been doing on a daily basis that without even thinking about it, that seems nominal, that seems trivial in the moment, right? It's just one this, it's just one that, it's just one this, that is actually adding up to 62,000 calories a year or 18 pounds of fat in that in that year, all right? So let's talk about weekends because you're, you know, I, I also said we we're going to talk about how the weekends ruin your progress. And I've spoken about this on Instagram before. So if you've ever seen this story, you've already, you've already heard this, but let's say you're good Monday through Friday, but throw caution to the wind on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Some simple math here. If you're good Monday through Friday, but throw caution to the wind on Saturday and Sunday, you're only being good, quote unquote, roughly 66% of the week, okay? Now, because Saturday and Sunday, if you're, if you're unsure how that math works, Saturday and Sunday is two days a week, right? If you take two days a week and multiply it by 52 weeks a year, you end up with 104 days a year. So there are 104 weekend days in the course of the year, right? And you know that there are roughly 365 days a year, right? So 365 divided by 104 comes out to 3.5 or almost one third of the year. So one third of the year is the weekends and the rest of the year is 66%, right? How in, in life in general, whether it's college or work or your, your relationships or anything like that, if you're putting 66% of the effort in, how, what kind of results do you get, right? 66% of the effort. If you went to college and you were like, oh, 66% of the effort on my papers, well, you're probably going to get like pretty crappy grades, right? And so if you're being perfect Monday through Friday, but Saturday and Sunday you eat whatever you want, you're basically going to be averaging still a D or a D plus for the entire week, right? Because you're only putting in 66% of that effort Monday through Friday. Even if you're going 100% all in on Monday through Friday, I'm tracking and weighing everything. I'm only eating grilled chicken and broccoli, right? I'm being perfect Monday through Friday. Yeah. But then Saturday and Sunday, you're ruining everything. So you're still going to get a D in this class, right? So let's break it down a little bit more and use some more like some more general numbers. So we already know that 1 pound of fat is up to is equal to 3500 calories, right? We remember that. So again, let's say to lose a pound a week, you have to be at a 3500 calorie deficit. So Monday through Friday you eat 1500 calories, right? Which puts you at a 500 calorie deficit per day, which if you did that Monday through if you did that 7 days a week would add up to 3500 calories. So let's say Monday through Friday you're being really 
good, quote unquote. You're weighing everything, you're measuring everything, and it comes out to 1,500 calories a day, Monday through Friday. Yet Saturday and Sunday, you eat up to 3,000 calories a day, right? Totaling 16,000 calories, I mean 6,000 calories for the weekend because you're eating you know, muffins and drinking beers, you're having mimosas, you're going out for brunch, they put a lot of butter and oil when you dine out, then you also order dinner, you go out with family, all that stuff. It ends up being 6,000 calories on the weekend, even though Monday through Friday you were eating 1,500 calories a day. Now let's do some simple math. So if you did 1,500 calories a day, five days a week, is 7,500 calories, right? But if you add up the 6,000 calories from the weekend, you end up with 13,500 calories per week. Now, if you divide 13,500 calories by seven days, you end up with an average of nearly 2,000 calories, which, which puts you at the calorie amount that you needed to maintain your current body weight. So you're not going to lose weight or gain weight if you are in a calorie deficit all weekend, but then splurge, I mean all week, but then splurge on the weekends. You see my point? So even if you're eating 1,500 calories a day, Monday through Friday, and you're being really good, if on the weekends you eat like crap, you're still going to average out. So you might not gain weight, but you're also not going to lose any weight. So if you've ever made any progress during the week, right? Man, I'm looking pretty good. I'm feeling slim. I've been really, I've been bringing all my my meals to work. I'm feeling pretty good. And then you eat whatever you want on the weekends, and you're like, you blow it, right? Like, oh man, you step on the scale again. You weigh more again, right? Or the clothes don't fit as well again, and you feel like you're constantly starting all over on Monday. Well, here's why. This is the simple math why, because Monday through Friday you ate 7,500 calories. But then on the weekends, you ate 6,000 calories. And when you divide that total number of 13,000 calories divided by seven, you end up with an average of nearly 2,000 calories a day, which means Monday through Friday, you might as well have just been eating 2,000 calories a day, right? And Saturday and Sunday, the same. So again, that one degree, when you veer off course by one degree, it makes a huge difference. So does this mean that you can't have like cheat meals or treat meals or anything like that? No, absolutely not. I mean, no, no, it doesn't mean that is what I mean. You can still have whatever you want. And simply, it, let's talk about how. If you have, and I'm sorry, if this is like a really confusing episode because there's a lot of numbers, I apologize about that. If you're still with me and you're listening and you're like, all right, I'm still listening, I'm still hanging on. Dude, kudos to you, man. <laughs> Thanks so much for, for listening because I know this episode's kind of off the chain, um, especially without the visuals, without the visual aid, right? So, um, but if you're still with me, I'd love for you to shoot me a message on Instagram and be like, dude, I listened to that math episode. It was wild, but I listened to the whole thing and freaking it made sense to me or it didn't make sense to me. And I hear a couple more questions that I have. I'd be more than happy to answer your questions in the DMs um, or take a screenshot of this of this podcast that you listen to right now and post it to stories and be like, Kevin, I don't understand what the hell you're talking about. And I'll answer you via the DMs that way. Um, all right. So let's jump right back in. So can you still have cheat meals or treat meals? Absolutely. Here's how. If you're eating what I call PFC every three, right? You know, which is like eating a balance of proteins, fats, and carbs 
every three-ish hours, right? Like small, smaller portions, right? Not these huge portions, but like a sensible portions, like five ounces of protein, right? Five ounces of carbs, one to two ounces of fat per meal. And you eat that way five meals a day. So if you eat roughly four to five meals a day, seven days a week, that ends up being 35 meals a week, right? 35 meals a week, right? Your breakfast, your breakfast, lunch, and dinner plus a snack or two snacks a day is five meals a day. And then you do that seven days a week. That's 35 meals a week. If you had even three cheat meals, you would still be averaging 90% on plan. Okay, so I want to say that again. You have 35 meals a week and you eat most of those meals at home or you pack your lunch to work, right? You make a sandwich to work, you make your breakfast at home, you have dinner as a family at home, right? Most of your meals are at home, 35 meals total a week. Your snacks are sensible, you're grabbing some trail mix, a protein shake, right? Apples, bananas, peanut butter, things like that. Things that like your grandparents would recognize. If three of those meals are just absolute whatever you want, right? You order out, you go to freaking, um, you know, Panera Bread and order a nice big fun sandwich or whatever. If three of those meals are off plan, you're still 90% on plan. And again, if you put 90% effort into anything, college, et cetera, you know that that's an A. So whereas you were scoring a D before, right, for your 66% effort on the week during, you know, during the week and then, you know, trash on the weekends, which is like a 66% or a D, well, if you're eating 35 meals a week, most of them are at home, and then three of those meals are out and about, you're still averaging 90% of your meals are on plan, okay? So that's an A. So, I, you know, we're not going to get too into what kind of cheat meals, et cetera, and all that stuff. I just want you to understand this mindset that you can have one meal, two meals, three meals a week. It's when you start getting into the four, five, six, seven, eight meals a week, 10 meals a week where you're dining out. Now you're getting a B plus, a C minus, a D plus, right? So again, can if if you had to be really good all week and, but you could have like, a big ass burger with french fries you know two or three times a week would you be satisfied cuz i don't want you to have that all in or nothing mindset i don't want you to be like i got to stick to my plan i got to be perfect cuz that's what leads to to meltdown and failure right i also don't want you to just sort of like wing it i don't want you to walk through life being like oh i guess i'm being good i think i'm being good because again we already looked at some of the math before where it's like you could be good Monday through Friday, but on the weekends, you throw caution to the wind, you're only going to get 66% of the results, right? Or more specifically, you offset the calorie deficit that you were in during the week, and then you actually end up averaging out throughout the week, which you know you, you, you actually don't lose any weight whatsoever. Or you think you're having one little harmless candy bar a day, or just a few harmless little Oreos a day, or a pack of harmless M&Ms a day, or that harmless IPA every single night after work, right? And you see how that quickly adds up to 18 pounds a year. So when the next time you're like, man, how did I gain 10 pounds this year? Or how did I gain 15 pounds this year? Or how did I gain 20 pounds this year? It's that harmless frappuccino that you added into the mix. It's that harmless bear claw that you added into the mix. It's that harmless muffin that you have every single day on the way to work, right? 
It's that harmless Snickers bar that you have every afternoon from the vending machine at work. It's that harmless can of Coca-Cola or two, right, that you have every single day. It's those little things that add up, that one degree off course, how it throws that plane up to 500 miles off its target after it flies across the equator, right? So what I want you to do is think about everything we just talked about. Think about how those small choices add up, how that one degree off course adds up. And I would love for you to shoot me a DM on Instagram or to post to stories or head over to the Facebook group actually, to the private Facebook group. And I want you to write a post about what resonated with this less, uh, with, with this um, episode. Like what's your biggest takeaway from this episode? I know there was a lot of math and I know you probably felt like you had to bust out a calculator or take some notes. Um, but again, what's your biggest takeaway? Head over to the private Facebook group and post, Kev, I listened to this episode, the math episode. It was a little crazy, but here's my biggest takeaway or here's my reflection or here's something that I want to commit to for this week or I want to apply, you know, eating 35 meals a week, but having three meals off plan and still getting an A, all right? All right, I hope this lesson was helpful. I hope this episode was helpful, rather. And if it was, I'd love for you to leave this episode a five-star review. Leave a comment. Again, your reviews help other guys like you find this amazing community, this amazing resource that we're all building together. And in this lesson, or in this episode, rather, we talked about how small choices throughout the day add up, how even one candy bar a day will add up to 18 pounds a year, how going off of your plan every weekend ruins your progress, and then how to actually enjoy a cheat meal or entertainment calories or a treat meal, whatever you want to call them, how you can actually enjoy up to three of those a week and still get an A for the week, all right? All right, you guys are awesome. You seriously are creating a legacy of health and fitness for your family. Your children see every single thing that you do. So you have to set the example. You have to lead the way. You have to lead the way, all right? So let's keep forging lead fathers together. Let's create a legacy of health and fitness. Let's go.